If you would like to read more articles or listen to more podcasts, please visit my website at One Minute Presenter. That's all one word, One Minute Presenter, one O-N-E, minutepresenter.com. And you can find insights and tips, a lot of practical information going back to 2009 on how to be a better public speaker and a more effective executive communicator. One of the key challenges in influencing is to use a range of influencing techniques. Many business executives commonly use data to influence. And to be honest, data is often overused. And in fact, Many business professionals do not use data in an influential way. We will cover how to better use data in a different podcast. Today, I would like to introduce the idea of using a more visual way to influence. There are various techniques that you can use when it comes to using a more visual approach. For example, storytelling, sharing anecdotes, and personal experiences. The reason why visual influencing techniques are effective is because they allow the other person to see the ideas you wish to convey. Storytelling is very powerful and a deep form of communication. As children, we love to hear those bedtime stories. As adults, we spend billions of dollars collectively on entertainment, such as going to the movies, watching videos, and playing computer games. Reading fiction allows the reader to visually create the story in their own own minds and by doing so make it personal for them. So the ability to use visual images to allow the other person to see the ideas you wish to convey is a powerful memorable way to communicate and influence. Today I'd like to share a technique around using metaphors. Metaphors are commonly used in business. For example, the famous Chinese book, The Art of War by Sun Tzu is frequently referenced in business. Here the metaphor of war is applied to the world of business. There are many metaphors that you can use in business to convey a visual picture, and today we're gonna to have a look at five different types of metaphors. The first metaphor is the metaphor of a ship. Let's imagine that you wish to describe your organization and you want to use a metaphor to do so. You could use a metaphor such as a ship or a boat or a large vessel. The ship, like an organization, is a complex system. You could think of a ship as going on a journey. You could think of a ship as having to be constantly in motion. A ship always has to be making correctional changes to reach its target. A ship has a captain that decides on direction. A ship has a crew who need to be working together to help the ship reach its destination. A ship could be considered as going on an adventure. You could use metaphors of Christopher Columbus, or in China you have a similar general, Zheng He. You could use different types of ships to convey your metaphor. Consider the classic voyaging ships from the 18th century. They convey a sense of adventure, facing undiscovered worlds and the hardships that go along with being pioneers. If your organization was about to, to face that type of situation, that could be a good metaphor. Alternatively, you could also have a different metaphor if you wanted to focus on speed. Then perhaps a huge ship is not, is, not a, is not a good choice, but perhaps a smaller, faster speedboat that is more adaptable, quicker, and more flexible to the environment. The business environment that many companies operate in is harsh and, and changes rapidly. If you stand still, you often get beaten. Many technology companies face this reality. You could use the metaphor of having to decide to go through a storm will go around the storm. When it comes to the crew, you can talk about how it's important that everybody pulls together and works together. If you're talking to an audience who are familiar with the America's Cup, you could use the idea of a race and the technology that goes into modern yachts. The most important aspect of a metaphor is that the audience can very easily picture and also understand it. The second metaphor 
The metaphor as a machine. You could also describe your organization by comparing it to a machine. You could talk about the importance of process, a system. You could talk about the need to increase effectiveness and efficiency. You could even use examples of other businesses that are regarded as very efficient machines. For example, when it comes to the world of franchising and branding, such companies such as Starbucks or McDonald's have very effective systems to open and serve a huge network of stores. The metaphor of a machine focuses on cost and consistency and delivering the same experience every time. On the other hand, using a metaphor as a machine is slightly cold in the sense it's not something that people are naturally attracted to. While many organizations have very systematic processes underpinning their success, they won't necessarily focus on this when communicating with their staff and customers. An organization may not actually wish to be seen as a machine. However, you also have to relate the metaphor to your audience. So, for example, if you're presenting to a group of technical people or blue-collar workers who are very familiar and have hands-on experience of process and machinery, this could be a good metaphor. You could also expand this metaphor to include the importance of maintenance, safety, quality, and so forth. The third metaphor, the metaphor of natural environment. You could use the metaphor as a natural environment. You can use nature to show how a business needs to evolve, how it needs to compete for resources to survive, how it needs to gain an advantage against other organisms competing around it. This type of organization needs to respond to the environment and needs to be able to learn and adapt and be able to grow. It's quite different from the machine metaphor because once a machine is set up and it's programmed to run, it stays the same. It doesn't evolve until it's changed by, by the programmer. If you're using nature as a metaphor, then there is, there's no central controller. In the ship metaphor, you could say that the captain was in control of directing the ship. But in nature, maybe there's an ecology, maybe there's a lot more interdependency, so it's not clear who's in charge. Today, many companies operating in a matrix organization where reporting lines are more complex than before. You could use nature as a metaphor to talk about the ideas of whether your actions have a bigger impact on the environment or if the environment have a bigger impact on you. You can talk about how a company needs to respond to the market, needs to be agile. In this metaphor, you could say that a company's focus needs to be more on the external rather than the internal. We could make the case that external influences have a much stronger impact on an organization. You could also take this metaphor forward by thinking about what kind of organism or na nature metaphor could be used. Is our business more like a spider's web where we need to adapt to the environment? We need to have different connections. We need to be able to survive even when one part of the web is destroyed. The other parts can still do their job. Select a relevant and appropriate image that conveys the message effectively. For example, while financial firm Merrill Lynch were once known as the thundering herd, today, post-financial crisis and acquisition by the Bank of America, this is downplayed, although they do still retain their bull logo. Metaphor number four, the metaphor of sports. Another commonly used metaphor when it comes to business is sports. In many countries, football or soccer is the most popular sport, and that's an easy one to use. You can have a look at your organization as a football team. For example, you have the manager with the supporting coaching team, which could be linked to the CEO and the leadership team. You have the people performing on the pitch, the fans in the stadium cheering them on, and the media projecting their brands around the world. There's lots of ways that you can use a sports team as a metaphor. You could also adjust it depending on the culture that you wish to influence. So for example, in America, baseball and American football would be a better metaphor. 
In Brazil, stick with soccer, football. In China, you can consider using volleyball or basketball, which are quite popular sports. The advantage of a sports metaphor is the idea of being competitive, staying competitive and competing with other teams. Also, most sports result in winners and losers. Except, of course, if your country plays the unusual game of cricket, where two teams can play together for five days and the result can still be a draw. There are very few sports played in the 21st century where this can happen, and you've got the British to thank for that. You can also use the language of sports in your metaphor. You can talk about a project kickoff. You can take a time out to review activities. You can analyze the situation at half time. You can advise your team to keep their eye on the ball. Metaphor number five, the metaphor of a movie. You can use the metaphor of the movie industry to relate that to your business. The production of a movie is a large and complex process. You have the talent acting in front of the cameras, the movie director working with the talent, and of course the behind the scenes guys like the script writers, the video animators, and other technical people who all need to work together on a demanding schedule. You have the importance of the publicity and marketing departments. And of course, you have the viewers and the fans. Have a look at the type of movies your target audience are watching and see how you can relate it to them. If you're conveying a change message to a younger audience, think about using Transformers as a metaphor. Large epic projects may be better matched to Lord of the Rings. Go and watch every movie that grosses over 500 million US dollars at the box office, even if it's not to your usual tastes. Watch it and look for the metaphors that are connecting to the target audience. There's most likely a very strong, powerful storyline or great archetypes that you can learn from. In conclusion, so you can see when it comes to using metaphors, you're only limited by your creativity and your ability to link your metaphor to a picture that is easily understood by your audience. Recently, I've been speaking in Asian countries like Japan, China, and Thailand, with audiences ranging from high school students all the way up to executives in multinational companies. The metaphors that I use when I'm facing these different audiences vary. When I'm in front of a younger audience, I'll do some research and I'll find out what the current popular movies, hot brands or singers in that culture are for that particular age group. Then I will find a way to link my message to those metaphors. In that way, I'm helping the audience to digest my message by providing them with a picture that is easily understood because they're already familiar with the particular metaphor, whether it's a singer, an actor, or a brand. Finding ways to link your message to a metaphor or image is a very powerful way to influence because it's easily understood, it's memorable, and it often sticks far longer after your presentation. So some action steps for your next presentation, think about a message that you'd like to convey and then try and find a metaphor that you can link to it. Good luck. If you'd like to share your metaphor with me or if you have any questions about how you can use metaphors, then please feel free to reach out. You can send me an email or you can contact me on LinkedIn under my profile, Warwick John Fay. Good luck. And remember that to influence, you need to use a range of influencing techniques and that includes using visual metaphors. So good luck and have fun with them. About Warwick J. Fay. Warwick John Fay is the thought leader on executive communication in China. With his Speak with Executive Presence program, he works with high potential senior executives who need to be more confident and influential with their key stakeholders. Warwick is the author of The One Minute Presenter, Eight Steps to Successful Business Presentations in a Short Attention Span World. Learn more about Warwick at www.warwickjohnfay.com and at www.1minutepresenter.com.